Hello and welcome back to the Earthsea Love Podcast. It is May 2023 here in the northeast of England and I would say, okay, we've had our rain but it's just this week that I feel that the temperatures are rising, we are having more light in our days and we're moving up to that summer solstice kind of period you know so the energy is gathering to that peak june 21st this year so yeah i feel that i feel it sort of being mirrored in my body in terms of wanting to get outside more wanting to move my body more having more energy then also um realizing that it goes hand in hand with rest and I'm still I'm still leaning into my rest practice even having some granny naps or nana naps in the afternoon if my body so calls for it I do it Hello and welcome, welcome to the Earth Sea Love Podcast. This podcast is for and about women of colour and our relationship with nature. Hosted by me, Cherie Mack. The Earth Sea Love Podcast is committed to exploring the experiences of women of colour with Mother Nature. We want to provide spaces where the hidden voices in the environmental and conservation conversations can explore their relationship with the natural world. Inspired by our time spent outdoors, we amplify the voices of women of colour, our stories our conversations, interviews, photography, writing and artwork. We'll be exploring our legacies, histories and memories which have had an influence and effect upon how we perceive ourselves within the natural world and within the environmental and climate justice movements. Welcome to the Earth Sea Love Podcast. The Earth Sea Love Podcast is a space for women, feminine, and non binary people who are black, indigenous, people of colour to explore their relationship with nature. Thank you. And I'm also grateful. One, rest is part of my healing practice. Two, within this conversation with Letitia, Divine, Lovelace, Hansen, we do touch upon rest and how sometimes because of our circumstances, not just within our lives, but which has been passed on within our lineage, that, you know, a couple of days rest isn't going to cut it. And maybe you need a year or more of rest. But in order for this to be restorative, um, it has to be safe. You have to be feeling safe in order to rest truly. So we touch upon this and um, yeah, I think it was the last episode I was talking about selling each episode. Um, And really this one, oh my gosh, it speaks for itself. It really speaks for itself. There's so much goodness, wisdom, beauty and connection within this conversation. Um, And it's one of those, again, you know, I I do do take pride in in what the Earthsea Love podcast brings to you. And there's 
sometimes there's certain episodes that just land at that particular time at that right time that you need to be hearing it you need to be present you need to be embodying it and this is one of those episodes that happened we recorded it in march and as i say it's now may but in that time in between i needed i needed to circle back around spiral back around to this conversation editing it hearing it again letting it land within my body again we talk about needing those spaces to repair rest and imagine and this is one of those spaces that will just i know will just keep on giving um to me and i hope will keep on giving to you um the struggle is real we say that Letitia says that within here and um and even though you know we, we touch upon um that nature connection which is beautiful but which is also has its its edges its sharp ugly edges but how we can still be um feeling um good safe and loved on and you know the final message from Letitia you know when I ask people who are usually on what do you want to share you want to tell our listeners about what's coming up for you or what's happening for you or what you want them to tap into Letitia's message at the end wasn't a selfish one it was it was a case of like community and it was like we've got this <laughs> we're gonna be all right that is you know just a phrase but that encompasses Letitia and B and what they brings into the the world their energy and um it's just like that that revolutionary liberatory spaces that they create and that equals community and I needed that reminder I needed that reminder today I need that reminder tomorrow because sometimes we forget sometimes we get distracted and sometimes taken out of the game so yeah thank you Letitia for taking the time to sit down with me and talk to me and thank you Letitia for all that you be and and all that you bring into this world to create community and to create sharing and to create safe spaces of healing and reflection and connection anyway enough of me babbling on let's get into this episode you're gonna love it and oh yeah and maybe you know you could after listening to this get in touch get in touch with me or Letitia and share you know how did this land with you you know how how did this offering touch you or make you feel um, we always we always appreciate feedback or comments but you know it would be really good to start a conversation around what's brought up within this episode for you anyway thanks for being here thanks for listening loving that shirt oh thank you that is so weird because um this morning I pulled a card from the African goddess rising mm. oracle and it was um Kasana or Kasani that I got which is all about she's a high high priestess and it's all about that that energy and frequency and about aligning with it um, and she's bathed in this rainbow sort of like oh! no kids no wow kids. yeah and for the first time I made the connection between our chakras and the rainbow yes. do you know and yeah but that was a childlike glee for me yeah <laughs> you're like oh I've connected that dot yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so thank you for that because that is <laughs> just reinforced it and the message is telling me is instead of thinking about what you want think about how you want to feel mm. you know and it's nothing <sighs> new it's nothing new but I just needed that reminder you 100%. know 100% yeah sometimes we just need those reminders those affirmations and they're reassurances 
Yeah. It's like, again, it's nothing we didn't know, but we, we need to hear it. We also need it to be heard back to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I feel oh, that. Yeah. I feel that. Also, it's so potent that we're doing this today. Obviously, it was the full moon. Yeah. The timing of this is really, it feels right. Yeah. Yeah, and and I just realised this morning, because, you know, I've been thinking, oh, full moon's coming, full moon's coming. And then this morning I was thinking, oh, my gosh, full moon was last night. And it's the sap moon. And I was doing some work around it beforehand, around around that idea of, you know, sap and how it's waking up and going to the extremities of of the plants and coming alive. But I'm still, I've still got one foot in winter. 100%. (laughs) <laughs> listen it was snowing i was like we're not we're not done with this we're not done with this season this season's yeah. not done with us there's more to feel through i'm with you i'm yeah. with you yeah and it's okay that's okay it's okay yeah. also yeah. i'm wondering yeah have we ever met in person no we haven't have we? no it's all been online tis that tis that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want to make the assumption that I know you, you know, because, mm. you know, I really appreciate that we're sitting down today and having this conversation. But I I feel that I know, I don't know if it is your energy in a sense. You know, we met through a workshop and I think it was the Scottish writers yeah. and it was about water. Yeah. And that is what drew me in because uh, for me, you know, water is sacred to me and she heals me again and again and again and it doesn't have to be getting into the sea which I do mm. just into a shower man yeah drinking it you know yeah. <laughs> got my t- multiple liquids with me <laughs> yeah and it's a case of um people doing the dishes yeah <laughs> I'm like I don't mind doing the dishes because I am with water she balances me out. She heals me, you know? So, so I mean, but that's me. So I feel like I know you through water, okay? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about you. I'm sorry, we're going off on tangents, but that's what I do. I enjoy the tangents. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm bringing my candle closer. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got a sea breeze um, and <gasps> plant candle. What you're saying, I was like really smelling it. I was really smelling and so I, I, in my preparation for today, I was like, I'm going to like line up, arrange my space around me so I can, yeah, soften into this conversation with you. Because I do trust there is obviously a knowing mm-hmm. um, between us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have shown up. You wouldn't have facilitated. You wouldn't be facilitated as well. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. I appreciate you taking the time, not just to show up, but also to prepare yourself. To allow yourself to show up in what any any way needs must sort of thing. So let's just kick off the teacher and let's yes. let's tell me where you're calling in from, where you're situated, and if you can visualize, see anything, nature mm. connection from where you are at. Okay, so I'm calling in from southeast London, specifically in Sydenham, and um, very close to Forest Hill. I'm in my new home, which is a community land trust. Very excited to be here. Um, This is a really, yeah, a big moment for me of embodying um, my beliefs and politics and spiritual practices in a a very material way, in a really like grounded way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm, in terms of what I'm looking around, seeing in terms of nature, I have, I am, I'm in relationship with a lot of plants. (laughs) I am in relationship with a lot of plant life and plant beings around me. Mm. Um, Yeah, I'm seeing onto many, specifically, where are my eyes, which, which friend, my, well, my, my eyes have landed onto a fern, a Boston fern, which is next to me. And this planty friend was um, gifted to me by a very good friend. Mm. And um, yeah, we've both been going through a lot in terms of our health. So this this particular plant is very symbolic to, to trusting what our bodies and what my body is telling me. 
that I'm I'm still here and I'm growing and I'm healthy and I'm whole. It's been some challenges. Um but yeah, I'm still we're still growing together. Oh, yeah. Um that's where I'm calling in from and yeah, mm. that's where are my eyes? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. And what do you mean community land trust? Um, because that sounds really significant. As you're saying, you're embodying your beliefs, your politics. It's not just, yeah, you're physically embodying it. What what where is the community land trust? And and the second thing is how do you keep your Boston fur alive, man? <laughs> mine, I mean, mine are always dying off. Mm. <laughs> Let me start with that one. Let me start with that one. <laughs> so I yeah, I've I've been a keeper of many ferns and some have not made it. <laughs> some have not made it with me through the many moves in my life. Mm-hmm. So this one, this one's new. This one's a new friend. Okay. They only arrived a few days ago so oh. we're in we're in the early stages of working out our needs okay. and I'm listening I'm really listening to this bird mm. um yeah I wanted to see how long <laughs> how long I can keep this one with me and the community land trust so I'm a part of a building or a project housing project called um London CLT so London Community Land Trust mm-hmm. and really it's literally about people in the community, specifically this community, which is Lewisham Borough, um, having access to affordable homes where we we are also in relationship with the land. So I don't like to use like the language of like ownership, but that is a part of the dynamic. That's part of the paradigm we're in. So we are essentially owners of the la- of the land of, of the land into which this building, this housing project has been built on. It's a really good model um, for, yeah, for like alternative affordable homes. Um, There's not many community land trusts in London. I think there's actually only two, Um, but there are others in the UK. And really, yeah, it's literally around community and land. Yeah. It it really says it on the tin. (laughs) Yeah. That's where I am. Yeah, so we're residents, we're homeowners. And we all get a say. We all get a say of what, of you know, how we want to move forward as a group of people mm. in these homes. It's also been wild. It's the first time I actually met the people building my home. I met the architects. I met the constructors, construction team even. Um, there's been a big process to get on the project. You couldn't just be anyone. You actually had to be like someone who's got a stake in community organising and make a case as to why having uh, been a part of this kind of project would, you know, support us to support me and my practice mm-hmm. and various others as well. That's sort of like the the uh, the roundabout kind of what what it is. The outline. It's still very early days for me. I've only been here for five weeks, but yeah, it's secure, stable ho- housing for like the first time in my life, and it's obviously not a part of the private housing mm-hmm. sector that is. Yeah, and when we move, we give back the home to London CLT and another group or a person or a family would move in to ensure that it always stays within the community and people who wouldn't be able to, like, buy a house any other way. So, yeah. Wow, that sounds so beautiful. For me, it was sounding like, okay, it were a, a community or a commune that's taken over mm. the land <laughs> and we're living on it. And, you know, and that is almost like going back to that of thinking like it's the community and, you know, it's not about owning the property or the land in a sense. It's about being in connection with our surroundings, not just for self, but for yeah. everyone. Um, And to have that in, you know, in a legal Mm. you know like that's recognized um of value and this is how we want to operate is 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 unique it's important and it's also important to recognize that this kind of way of making homes and building community literally came from the civil rights movement in america that that's the direct lineage of even the political legality like the actual the way the model so it it does come from a a justice um like lineage and 
you know and I and, and it's important that I and everyone here we recognize that so yeah it's funny because it's um yeah it is a it, it does go back it does go back to ways that people like ancestrally speaking people mm-hmm. have been living for time um mm-hmm. and in many other countries uh, this is how it is like yeah. <laughs> it's just not how it is here in the UK profit geared you know capitalism and exactly. all that class and and not about fostering community yeah um because that is a supportive network which I feel like we've lost in a sense if we 100 we're, we're in our own small space protecting it and I'm all right Jack and I'm just getting on with my own thing and not being open to you know I do know my neighbors in a sense I know their names but it's not a case I've had I'll have them round and we'll discuss mm. things and really get to know each other or support each other so I love that I love that and I'm very jealous oh. I that is the feeling I'm having because I'm leading into my feelings oh. and I'm thinking, that is but I am so so happy um for you and also grateful that these things are happening in, yeah in close proximity not in another country but actually in this country so yeah. I'm going to see about what you've mentioned about around the country that there's some others and and see where where my local one is or and I'm drilling in deep I'm drilling in deep because my word of the year is listen and when I'm really actively listening it means that um I ask questions I ask questions, yeah, and I don't. I'm not trying to jump in and provide answers or you know show my own knowledge. It's like, oh, I'm so wise here. No, no, no. I'm, I I want to know more when I'm listening, when I'm really listening. So thank you for offering me the courtesy to ask these questions. Hundred percent, one hundred. Thank you. So let's think about um, you know, whenever I meet someone, they say, oh, what do you do? Oh, what yeah. are you working on, Sheree? I usually just come back and say I'm creatrix yeah because that means they have to ask more questions if they're really interested in me for me it comes down who do who do we be and I ask you that you know who who do you be and you can be broad or specific you can tell me what you do or what you don't do or or what's your values but yeah it's as broad or answer it as you want but who do you be please who do I be um so I am Letitia Devine Lovelace Hansen. I be a person who is essentially doing, just trying to create and creating the spaces for healing, um, for for reflection, for connection, so that we can never forget what's at work. And by that, what do I mean by that? What's that work? What I mean is a sense of needing to repair, <laughs> needing space to rest, needing space to imagine ways of being in the world that do not cause harm, that actually illuminate and create space for where harm has happened and therefore healing needs to needs to be held care needs to be enacted you know space to really listen to one another to really deepen I feel like that's who I be in my essence in my core like that's my emotional and critical context understanding of how I be Mm. um so in terms of like my sole purpose Mm. you know I'm I'm really just trying to stay alive, you know, to be honest with you. I'm really trying to stay alive and keep as many, many of us alive, you know, really awake, awake and alive. Um, So what that looks like in terms of practices or modalities or disciplines is that I say I'm an artist and um, social justice practitioner. I'm a facilitator. I create, I create spaces for these these very real ways of being to be understood and registered in the body. Like this is not a metaphor for me. I work in metaphors as a writer. This is not a metaphor, that this is tangible and real and embodied. Um, Yeah, so I move across 
yeah, I move across kind of creative space making as an organizer, as a as a poet. Um, I was an actor for a long time and, you know, was making my own work as a theatre maker, creating spaces in terms of like consultancy and things like that. But essentially, I'm really just trying to like fill out what what feels right for me in this moment mm. in terms of the stories that I want to keep and protect mm. um, and the stories that I want to I want to ensure never get invisibilized again mm. um so I think that's kind of like who do I be I really I bring to the surface what is often relegated to the shadow what is re- often relegated to to behind a closed door and you know you know what it means to access those doors what it means to open the door what it means to move through it mm. I think that's what um what I enable through toolkits through pathways yeah creating steps really creating steps envisioning steps yeah I'm in my dreaming space a lot I'm in my dreaming and imagining space a lot that's where I am that's where I make sense of who I am and then I make choices of how I want to yeah how and and if how and if I want to and when and where I want to like create containers for others to go there yeah so much to unpack there but what was hitting me you know you're you're just trying to stay alive yeah (laughs) um and no no um you're laughing there but I'm not laughing because I see serious it's serious shit man really is and I was doing something and I'm not going to name names or what it was but I was doing something and I was saying about my own my own self-care, my own self-love and my own healing. I'm not sure if even they got to the next bit because I was saying I'm doing this because then I can show up better for others in society doing my own work. So then I can, you know, support others, encourage others, offer stuff and that. Um, but they, they, they asked me, uh, do you not think that's selfish? No way. Who are these yeah. people? Yeah. Like, what, what, right, these right, people right people. They were right people. <laughs> oh, um, and, and I just thought, I got really angry at, at the sense that I, I do feel that I'm, I do, I am. Uh, my sole purpose is to be in service to others. And I don't feel I can be in service and it, for others, even on that basic level of like, okay, my kids, until I've I've sorted out my own shit or I feel good. And, you know, and it's not, and I don't see that as a selfish thing. It means that, okay. you know, it means that I'm doing the work on myself so I can show up yeah. my best version for others. That's how I see it. And I don't see that as selfish, especially if I'm thinking about community and all that. So here, you know, like you've said straight away, I'm staying alive. Yeah. But then you do go on and say, I'm staying alive, providing these portals, these spaces for others to be awake and alive, you know? And it's like, what? where's that disconnect there in, mm. in, in, in seeing that? Sort, sorting out yourself so you can help to be sorting out others. It's like, and but that for me, I see that as a basic connection. I'm I'm connected to you, I'm connected to nature. And in order to, to show up within this world and be a full whole human being, yeah. I do have to sort out that self-love and that self-healing. 100 percent And Are also, it's like for me, at the end of the day, this system will kill us you know it's a fact and it has been so when I really listen and take all the history onto which is within my body into account I must I must remember that I'm my heart is open and big and generous but my body there are there has to be limits there has to be boundaries I think about the way that I saw my mum and my dad work themselves to the ground you know, and some of that work was in an income-related context. Some of that work was trauma-related. <laughs> some mm-hmm. of that work, you know, was a lot of 
stuff that just wasn't able to come out of the body and be released so when it stays in it was just always going on and on and around and around and around and I just saw the amount of effort that it took to just get by you know the struggle is real the struggle is real and the struggle is there and it's 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 not to be taken lightly and so I don't find it I don't think it's selfish or luxurious or any of these strange ways that we've been taught to to not love ourselves you know Mm -hmm. it's not selfish to want to take care of ourselves to be able to take care of each other to be able to take care of the land you know we're we're in a relationship whether we like it or not so I'd rather be in right relationship I'd rather find ways to to really soften into what it means to be okay to be okay enough to 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 feel my heart to feel alive you know Mm. and some of that has been like making painful choices you know I've had to you know so for example when you were sort of sharing that that example though that reaction I was like that's violent the fact that you were spoken to in that way that's a violent reaction from someone who just clearly does not want to get it doesn't want to get it you know, they could have listened and gone, tell me more about that. I've never thought about it like that, that you my curiosity. But the fact that you responded from a defense, you know, a very white, fragile space tells me that that is that is not a relationship that is going to serve you and protect you. That is not that is not a, that's not I that's not the kind of ideology that I, I know that I want in my life. Do you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, on a level, I've really also had to be really reconfiguring um my you know what it means to for me to take care of myself and actually in the last nine months I've had quite a lot of big revelations um through you know through quite a challenging time for my 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 body health you know my body mind health where I really had to sit with wow I need to let myself receive care and play and love that I need to let myself receive it you know um and that has really looked like you know just sort of stopping and and acknowledging that that is that that was hard for me to do because even the the narrative in my mind of like oh my gosh you know kind of like the you know I'm I'm more free than my ancestors are more free like I've I, I, you know my family's migrating here from Jamaica look come on like I've got to I've got to do the most and I didn't realize just how deep those layers went like obviously on a on a level I knew it was there and I could rationalize it and I knew that that was not serving me but on a gen on a somatic level oh my gosh like it really was painful to really shed shed that out of me when my whole body was like I can't move like I'm really, really, really fatigued. I'm tired. Like this is, you know, gone beyond the point of, you know, needing a couple of days off or a week or a holiday. Like this is actually, I'm talking like a year, you know, minimum. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of work to be in that restoration. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really needed to be with the people in my life who allow me to rest, who are accountable for themselves. So it, therefore. I don't run, I don't feel like that dynamic in me needs to come up. So actually it's it's been a lot of a lot of like painful acknowledgement actually of like who in my life and where in my life do I feel rested and rested by? You know, because I, I can't do it on my own. We shouldn't be ever in this place where we think we have to do these things on our own. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make no sense. Like if I'm really about community and Basically, I'm, I'm about revolution, I'm about liberation, you know, that's what I actually mean when I use the word community. I'm actually about taking, I'm actually about resourcing um, those who I feel called, who are called to purpose, who are called to revolution, and what it means to organise around that, you know, and energetic organising is just as important, like I mean, in terms of energy and spiritual organising is just as important as um you know, kind of like in action or organizing, you know, they, they they go hand in hand, but you've got to know which one you need more of. Do you know what I mean? At each point, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I just really, yeah, that kind of hit home to me of like, I'm really grateful that I, I have cultivated folks and frameworks 
friendships, um, people them in my life who really understand these things on a real deep body embodied level. And therefore it means I feel safe enough to rest. I feel safe enough to feel these feelings um, because they are there whether whether we want to look at them or not. You know, they're there and it's there's some painful truths. There's some painful truths in it, you know, like when I'm more rested, I connect more into my dreams and the things that are coming through my dreams, they're, they're raggo. They're not easy. Like, <laughs> you know, they're not easy. Um, they're not easy messaging, ancestral messaging, descendants even you know and therefore for me it's it's important for me to to work out how I how I sort of like translate those messages Mm -hmm. into practice into modes into a workshop into a curatorial project into a book like it's I need these channels I need but I need both ends of the channel to be awake and well I need them to be well and and for me it's in this moment what it means to be what it means to really feel out what it means to really take care of myself is, you know, has kind of come from collective community ways of being 100%, but it's also really also about like, what do I need as well? You know, what does my heart really need? Yeah, it's a beautiful, magical (laughs) moment, but it's also, these these are painful truths, you know, these are painful truths because I also have to grieve my former self I'm grieving my people I'm grieving those around me I'm grieving I'm I'm like gosh what if you know I often think what if my 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 elders had this in this sort of moment where they could even do that for themselves like or even just be registered and heard you know like I hear you I hear you're tired today I hear you need a bath today let me run it for you yeah could you imagine yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, oh yeah. <laughs> like you said it, Um, you know, I said initially that, you know, I've been thinking today, not what I want or how do I want to feel. And safety was the first thing that I said to myself, you know, I'm journaling here, is that I want to feel safety. And you just said that, safe enough to rest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everything you just said there, is is beautiful and painful I'm so pleased that you've taken this time to rest safely and have those people around you to be able to do that um because I said to myself that I'm taking the first three months of this year off and it has been to rest um you know I had to work hard in order to get that that Mm. cushion or that That buffer You know, to, yeah, to I do know. <laughs> you know, and um, and I recognize within that that there is a freedom and there's a privilege in that. Yeah. But just what you were saying there is that I haven't where these feelings are coming. I don't feel like felt that I've been able safely to do that rest. And just you saying that now, I recognize that. I've had this rest. I am still resting, but it hasn't really been safe to do so. Um, So for what you just said there is like, yeah, that is a beautiful thing. But the flip side is like, why, why is it a case that it has to be? Yeah. (laughs) You know, you know, so yeah. So thank you so much for for sharing that. And you touched upon the stuff in your Instagram bio. It has body nature dream channeling and I think you've mentioned touched upon that but I'm interested in two things how does nature come into your practice or your beingness and how is this also maybe informed by your ancestors explore Um, that for me because you know I'm sitting here listening (laughs) taking it all in you know so much wisdom so please keep it coming thank you um I am of the earth I am made quite literally of, what is it, 60 to 80% water. 50% of my DNA is a shared DNA with trees. You know, they they are our ancestors. Trees in um, in many a kind of context and culture and indigenous 
um, indigenous frameworks, trees are the standing people. I was reading Braiding Sweetgrass, actually, and I really loved when um, Robin Wall Kimura sort of um, said that in her, in her like tribe and her um, native culture, trees are seen as standing people, you know? And I'm like, yeah, they are. They really are, you know? And my relationship to the elements, to air, to land, soil, earth, water, fire, you know, is the, is the relationship I have with myself. My own heat is the fire, is the sun, you know, my own, my own passion, my own kind of what's happening in my sacral, you know, um, my water, my grief, my tears, my like, my, you know, what feels good for me, my pleasure, you know, my air is literal, my life force. So it makes sense for me to see myself in relationship to, to, to where I come from, you know. Um, I think in terms as well of like really understanding or unlocking where this relationship or where I became aware of this relationship because we're in relationship. And I think what this actually is, is what I noticed is that unless we're, um, we come into the world with this relationship already very clear, already um, solid and alive. And then over time, literally because of the, you know, in terms of what our system does, what dominant culture does, in terms of what white supremacy does, what cis het patriarchy, you know, racial capitalism does, it severs, it helps, it makes us disremember, misknow this relationship. It it makes us not understand it, even though it's it's our truth, our knowledge. You know, it's it's the most greatest epistemology. And I think about in terms of my how I started to really come into aware of what I was aware of, you know, um, it is through when I allowed myself to write or read through it, to walk through it, to move through it, finding dance, finding um, rituals that helped me to connect these dots again, to re or to really re remind myself of what I'm connecting through you know, moving as if, if we were like movement and movement practice and moving as if I'm in water. And it was like, gosh, I need to go. I, I don't need to move as if like the water is within me. So really starting to feel like when I started to really open myself up to really registering and being with these, the, with what, what we call nature, like nature as a way to connect I feel better like I feel I feel myself I feel like all the feelings within myself nature or nature relationship can hold so when I'm like going for a walk in local park or a forest when I'm swimming in open water going for you know what is what is called a wild swim I just think that's a swim I mean, it's wild. I find it was wild. It's cool, but it's just a swim, you know. You know, it's it's amazing what happens in my body. You know, all of these responses. I read somewhere, or a friend told me that, you know, there's obviously a like, kind of like, what's it called, a grounding level in terms of like our electrons. Quite literally, <laughs> we ground. We literally ground when we're barefoot on land. You know, whether that's sand, the sand dune or the soil around the back of your garden, you know, um, or when I'm swimming in, in bodies of open natural water, I feel held. I feel respected. I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm safe to feel I'm safe. And it's that word again, safety. So I'm invested, you know, when these when when these good feelings, when these endorphins are being literally released, I'm invested in what happens to, to, the, to the natural world, which is my world. You know, these are, we've been taught to, you know, see these, see what happens here in capitalism as separate to what happens in the, the natural world. And they're obviously not, you know, they're obviously not. And it's about me connecting and creating space for this one world to exist, which is my world. Mm. you know um so yeah 
it this how how I kind of like explore or like channel how I feel in this way I definitely make space for in my art practice and my and in my facilitation practice I feel resourced I feel filled up you know and when I think about you know in terms of how is how slavery how the legacy of slavery is play keep is playing out which is like the history or the lineage I'm coming coming into this conversation with there there are generations in my line whose relationship with the land was so distorted you know who were put in relationship with land with sugarcane specifically in a way that was so dehumanizing so brutal and so violent that the the rupture of that is still very present in even in how I think like because it's there it doesn't just go away so I'm what I'm doing is creating space to be with that so when I'm like tending land I think about only a few generations back what it meant to tend land what it meant to tend and defend land you know um what it meant to be a fugitive to flee to run from that land you know what it meant you know that's fugitive feminism what it meant to have that response, that nervous system response kick in, I'm out of here, mm -hmm. I'm flying, I'm going up to the hills, I'm going up with all the, you know, all the others who are up there, marooned ones. Mm -hmm. What it means for that same response in my body, when I think about what makes me anxious or what I feel is anxiety inducing, you know, what it means to be with that response and actually be like, okay, but I'm safer now. Thank you, those of you who are in my heart still. Like, thank you for telling me there's something about this situation that's a bit off, <laughs> and I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to address it. You know. So there's, so I'm the reason why I'm bringing these two kind of aspects is because I think oftentimes when I'm in conversation around kind of like black feminist ecology specifically, um, there's a leaning into the more kind of what is called like or what quote unquote or not quote unquote I don't know why I'm quoting I'm not quoting anyone <laughs> like you know that kind of like the niceness of it it's nice to be out in nature going on a really lovely hike it, it's nice it's nice to go for a beautiful sea swim it is I love it I love my cold water dips but there's also another edge to it which I feel needs to be aired I need to air it I need to air I'm like listen like there might be some days where I'm not sure about going down to look at the sea because that's an Atlantic Ocean. Like, do how would I want to, you know, actually, I want to be with the water, but I don't know if it needs to be that, that body of water, you know, right now. I'll come back next week and see what I'm saying because there are, there are, there is also that edge. And, you know, for example, like I was in Senegal a year and a half ago and it took me a minute, actually. It took me a minute to build up the the capacity to get into that water to that body of water from from that shoreline and it was amazing I felt joy I felt such a deep pleasure I was laughing I was giggling me and my friend and we made some other friends we were there we were just out playing we were playing in that water and I thought to myself wow like that was good for my inner child but that was good for the inner inner ancestors within me to to really to really feel that level of fun you know off on that shoreline and then I came out of the water I had a nice little drink <laughs> there's some sunbathing and she, I was just living life so you know on those days I was living life but I also did need to take care of the parts of myself that was still angry and griefful um so I think that's why it was so joyous because I was bringing that in. It was in my body, you know? Um, so yeah, there's a lot in my relation or how I see or feel into my relationship with with what we call nature. I'm saying what we call because it's yourself, like it's me. Yeah, and it's important that I, I feel like in, when I'm in kind of spaces that are very heady around like, climate injustice and you know what is called climate crisis I'm like this this is this is not new nothing about what's happening right now is new and and I do know that I know with every fiber in my body this is about how we repair and heal 
what colonization has done and been doing um and you know giving land back is one of them <laughs> is one of those very liberatory um you know basic liberatory points that just needs to be happening and there and to really do the work to really be with what it means to rest and belong to create a sense of belonging in our bodies in the in and on the land we're on um and in what way yeah 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 i mean there's so much more i could say i'm sorry there is there's so much more what, I could say. what you're saying sorry for you, you oh my gosh it's like it's okay my, my mind's blown because i can't hold it oh but my body is is just saying yes 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 and just that thing that you were saying that idea like sometimes you know I can't get into that water you know I just like not today and that is like so so me and I haven't thought about it on that level there's days that you know I can't get in quick enough and it is that joy that and feeling held and feeling safe but there's days that is like, no, I can't do that today. And it's and it and it is a physical reaction to it. It's like, no, I'm not, I'm I'm uncomfortable in my body and I can't, I can't do that, even though I know it heals and brings me joy. And having you say that because of that ancestral knowledge and knowing that is in my body, it's like I've never thought of it like that before. I haven't, but I have, you know, because I write about seascapes and the trauma that has happened in water for our for our people. I haven't I've kept it at a distance, you know? Mm. I've kept it at a distance. Even though in the next sentence I'll talk about me and water and fear of going in and all that jazz. But to match it together, it's like, oh yeah, my body's saying, oh yeah, I know, I know those edges. And 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 that's okay that's okay and what you're saying to air it it's airing it yeah <laughs> and I haven't been airing it man I haven't so thank you thank you so much for that Pleasure. just a few more things before we finish because uh, I'm looking at the time and I think you <laughs> mentioned it fugitive fugitive feminism and somebody Dal Kula shout out to Dal um has talked about creative fugitivity and we've been talking about it. We do these these text messages to each other, verbal ones. What do you call them? Audio messages. Yeah, yeah. voice notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we talk about our thinking, you know, stuff that's happening in our lives, but also what we're reading, what we're writing, what we're thinking. And we're, you know, creative fugitivity. And it's and it, it is there's some ancestral passing down there of that fleeing and freedom. So I'm interested in how this translates into your writing. Because I have read somewhere, I mean, again, again, it might be Instagram, is like burning eye. Yes. You've got words are coming out in <laughs> your own face collection. Yes. Um, and I think that's awesome. Congrats. And keep keep putting it out there when it's coming, when this physical thing is coming. But please, can can you talk about these words that are coming out and have you been applying creative fugitivity? And what does it mean? What does it mean to you? <laughs> thank you oh thank you Sheree honestly um I feel really um you know I'm feeling really seen I just want to take a moment I'm feeling really seen in our conversation today um and thank you as well for moving moving it into being like you know you've also got your well done like you've got this collection coming out like and how that yeah how that has come to be and how how I've needed to create space for for my outlet, for my responsing, um, for my for what what was happening in my body and what's been happening in my body and needing a way to kind of put it somewhere. Yeah, this book is definitely a place where I, you know, I'm not creating anything new. You know, all the material is from 10 years of very intentional writing practice, you know, very intentional daily journaling, poetry, playwriting, essaying, messages, affirmation, um, echoes, character 
voice <laughs> reminders and reassurances dreamscaping dream writing dream remembering letters to loved ones loved ones who are here and in physical form and loved ones who have moved on and transitioned funeral rites um readings yeah it's been it's a place where i'm going to put it won't all fit into a 30-pager, 30-page <laughs> collection of 35 pages. But, like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with some of my experiencing being place. It's like place-holding, a place-making, place you know? Um, and I think about it in terms of, you know, when I, when I leave physical form, when I die, this collection, this book will, will still be here. You know, it's about legacy for me. It's about archive and really being active in how I no longer want to shoulder the burden and the violence of, you know, erasure. You know, Black women, Black femme people, Black folks of marginalised genders, queer folk, disabled folk. I'm, I sit within all these, you know, all these spaces, if we're going to use labels, have been so misremembered and invisibilized. It's not even a joke. It's like really disgusting. It's nasty, actually. It's nasty. This process for me has been really unlooking, really looking at where I've also made myself smaller. You know, you know the, the what, where, where, and when was I told to be small? Where and when was I told that? my world inside of me had no place, had no place, had no outlet, couldn't be reached. I'm a mystery. You know, I have to circumvent. If I'm going to do something, I have to like be subversive about it. I have to circumvent things, even in, you know, I'm just fed up of it. You know, I'm done. So, you know, it's been a lot of work. It's been a lot of inner work to arrive at a point where I was like, nah, like I deserve this. Actually, I deserve this outlet for my responsing my my trauma response actually in some way my trauma response is to release my actual truth of my trauma response is to release you know it's like when you've gone through so I've gone through a lot of painful things and the space I need to be held and cared for so I can release it I can share it so it doesn't just stay in my body so in many ways I see this as an access access need you know this is a real access need you know this book it is. And um and I and and actually seeing it like that is meant I've been so much more compassionate with myself, you know, to actually be like I clearly I just needed uh, you know, I needed 10 years. I needed 10 years to feel like regulated enough in my body, <laughs> have my basic needs met, be in stable housing. I needed to get a lot of things in place, actually. I needed to ensure I've done so much, so many different kinds of therapy, so many different kinds of energetic and healing practices to have my relationships my kind of like my my ways onto intimacy is like a in terms of open relationshiping I have my needs met in that way you know my fam my family needs met in, my, in that way like I've taken care of my niece you know things with, you know and therefore maybe I just needed to a real arrive at this point where I feel like okay I can let all these things out you know and not feeling ashamed anymore, not feeling like, oh, I should have been doing this when I was in my 20s. Like, I had more energy for it. And, you know, gosh, when when I was sort of coming up in poetry, people, they've gone off now and doing all these huge things. But it's like, actually, I don't want those things. I don't want to be some flipping, some artistic director of, you know, a piece of shit theatre that's, like, not doing anything for anyone, actually. They're just all about power. Did I want that? Did I want to be you know, head of some whatever, like, no, actually, what I needed and wanted was to feel, like, good and safe and loved on, so, <laughs> you know, like, those things are good for some people, but they weren't actually good for me, like, it didn't feel right in the, in some situations where I was told that that was what I needed to aspire for, aspire to, you know, I was aspiring to actually be okay, like, be well, like, do you know what I mean, yeah. so, that? yeah yeah real. so I've yeah I've really unlocked and unearthed and moved through unshaming myself like really unshaming myself and just being like no like 
I've taken this time to really know who I am. You know, I didn't really know who I was in this way 10 years ago when I was 23, 24. I didn't. Burnout teaches me things. It teaches me a lot of things and it's taught me a lot. And I actually really listened to it. I really, really listened to what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so this book, like I feel really open and easy about it. I feel very easeful about it. It's a big deal, but I feel very easeful about it because I know that the that I've also cultivated, you know, people who actually want to know what I'm about because actually I want to know what they're about it's reciprocal like you know there's this difference between audience and community I always knew I wanted community you know I didn't really want an audience like you know actually I it's about the relationship that my work has in the world and in people's lives and that is why I really I make space for 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 that part you know like even doing this today like you participated in an offering of mine in a workshop and now we're here it's mm-hmm. a re- it's about the given it's about the relationship mm-hmm. you know it's about how we see each other so mm-hmm. I hope and I feel and I trust that this book with Burning Eye um will will be a part of my legacy in this way and it's with respect to those who I feel who have you know who created who created space outside of what we've been told you know to do and feel outside of you know outside of whiteness outside of power hungry elitist assimilatory kind of like <laughs> ways of being that are actually just replicating a lot more trauma and violence and and I, I really feel like we can do better than that and I really I take things I, I consider these things in my practice and what I put out yeah yeah <laughs> thank you what thank I run you. with what I run with even. yeah well, I, like I, I I'm enjoying what you run with I am and I just think it's such a shame but no let's look at it it's there's such a shame that it's a case of it's only going to be 30 pages but as you say it's a placeholder it's a place marking and I'm hoping that there's more to come that you are getting out your words your practices your your energy your love um on your own terms yes that's what it's about it's on your own terms and because it is on your own terms there is an easiness about it and an openness about it because we're not perpetuating the system we're not feeding it and we're doing it in a, a revolutionary way and and outside of it me like you know it's a case of like I wish we could burn it all down and have have these basis of community love and I'm all about the love me I'm all about the love as its foundation because it's so difficult at this moment for others to envision yeah something different Mm. something better while we're still within the mesh of this yes you know and that's so that's where dreaming dreaming (laughs) Dreaming does come into it. So I just want to say um, so, so, so many thanks to you, Letitia. Um, I'm so pleased that you're good, you're safe, and I hope you're loved on. Yes. (laughs) And anything you want to add or what we haven't touched upon that you want to slip in there, please do that. Because in the show notes, we do have links to everything. Um, but as if there's anything coming up that you want our listeners to know that you want them to be part of or to be part of your community, please speak now. Mm, thank you. Oh, what do I want folks to know is that we're going to be all right, you know. Yeah, nah, for real, like we're going to be all right. We've got, we've got this, you know, we've got this. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying that because I also need to hear that. I need... I need to I need this I need to know this that actually we're we're doing we're doing it we're going to be all right we've got it we've got everything we need fully um yeah and yeah just you know the usual as well the usual things of staying in touch um love to hear what folks are feeling into right now by listening to our conversation today I'm really I'm really that gives me a lot of pleasure actually it gives me a lot of pleasure to know where my energy is going and in what way and what happens (laughs) Mm, yeah it's that's a part of the receiving um 
anything else that's coming up for me in terms of practice i'm i'm needing support in building a website so if anyone's listening to this <laughs> and has those kind of skills that get in touch um for real it's also about me asking for help and asking for support and I'm not about trying to make out these things can be done on their own yeah I'm really I'm really happy to have been in conversation with you today Cherie it's really it's given me a lot of pleasure and joy um this is an exciting time um yeah this is just an exciting time I feel it's a very potent time last couple of years have been really 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 hard and heavy mm-hmm. for a lot of us and yeah I'm definitely coming through quite a big wave of despair like if I'm going to be really honest like I definitely fell into a lot of despair and grief and if it wasn't for you know people like yourself people in who are in close proximity geographically to as well as digital community who remind me and help me remember who I am you know community co-regulation for real and like support systems like this like I was really, yeah, it took a toll. Things took a toll on me. And, you know, I'm I'm saying that because I feel like also to visibilize that folks, people like me, like you and those of us, we really need to hear it back. We need to hear folks tell us when we've done good to, you know, like, well done, like you've arrived, you're arriving, you're still here, you're, you know, you're, you're worthy you know you're worthy of this world your love is here and present and alive um so yeah I'm saying that to you I'm saying that to me and I'm saying that to those who are listening who want to who've had their like interest peaks <laughs> yeah come through with the knowledge we really do and actually do come through with it you know come through you know do your knowledge in because we need we need more we need more of us in this world doing these kind of things who are creating these pathways you know so yeah thank That's- you <laughs> I love I love that because you know you I, I was just reading today because I've got a workshop coming up around compassion and I think it was a quote by Karen Armstrong and it's like um something about despair is um let me see if I can find it because it was you've mentioned it in both it's like despair is a dangerous thing because once people are despairing it means they have no hope and they resort to extreme measures and you started with that hope there when you when it says anything else you're saying you know we've got this you know we're gonna be right we're gonna be all right and I love I love that because that is where I'm coming from you know it's realizing the situation that we are calling it out airing it being with it but then also believing and and actioning and being hope and love you know to combat it or to work against it so I see you and I so appreciate you yeah for being here with me today and when you're out there in the world doing your thing being you I I see you and I appreciate you um and yeah I can only say thank you thank you thank you so thank much you. no thank you take thank good you. care of yourself for the rest of the day as well you too you too <laughs>